Beyond Ourselves is a podcast where I, Taylor Camille, share stories by those living a life fully and beyond any stigma or perceived limitations a health condition may have on their day-to-day lives. For season two of this series, we're highlighting stories from Black men, the stigmas around caring for their health and bodies beyond fitness and examining masculinity. As always, please share and subscribe if you haven't already. So this will be the last episode of the season, but I will most likely sprinkle in bonus episodes here and there. They won't be attached to any particular season, but there's been a lot of people reaching out to me. I don't know why I'm sounding surprised about that. I have a hard time (laughs) accepting. I have a hard time accepting things. Anyway, there's been a lot of people reaching out to me about wanting to talk about their stories for the pod and talk about their conditions. So instead of, you know, ignoring those, I think it's important to share those stories, but I'm going to be in development on season three. And I, you know, through that development, I still want to highlight people as they come. So expect some bonus episodes sprinkled in. If you're subscribed, you're low you know, device will let you know. So yeah, but today's episode, I realized I hadn't done a prescription episode this season. So this prescription, I talked to family members about not only what brings them peace, but also what they're grateful for. In this season of life, not this podcast, I, it has been so hard to, you know, determine what you're grateful for. I'm grateful for a lot, but there's all these negative influences really that cloud everything else that has been bestowed upon you. And so it's funny because I've been writing ghostwriting articles for health.com a while this year, and I'm grateful for that. That has been a lovely exercise in just you know, exercising those muscles and knowing that I can, because I've always wanted to write for publications. And I just, I like to write all types of stuff, but that has been cool. And it's funny because I've been writing these articles and then my mom will be like, do you read what you write? Because you give give good advice, but you don't take your own advice. And I think that is something that it not only plagues me, I'm sure it plagues many people, but in writing this article about, you know, how to how to have gratitude in your life and make your life more meaningful and filled with purpose, it's literally called How Gratitude Can Help You Live a More Meaningful and Fulfilled Life. And so when I was assigned to write this, I first polled friends on Instagram because millennial, that <laughs> really, that's, that's terrible. But I asked people on Instagram, like, what does gratitude mean to you? And because I feel like it has many different, you know, many different avenues. So some people were like, it's more of an internal feeling, appreciating what you have, the feeling of joy you get when you realize how blessed you are, being grateful for what you do, Eliminating the urgency for having more. Allowing abundance to flow into your life and being thankful for things before they even happen. Just someone just said plainly appreciation. 
consciously and deliberately recognizing the good things in your life, being present, mindfully appreciative, and then acting from there. A simple awareness beyond ourselves mm -hmm. <laughs> that reveals the beauty of the world around us. Heightened awareness of the fragility of everything and therefore joy for what I have. Being present, not letting what you need to go get the next thing distract you from the goodness of what you have. And then being thankful for everything that comes your way, what you put out, you receive. And I, I loved all of those. Some of them are kind of, you know, iterations of the other a word that comes up a lot seems to be awareness and present and conscious. And I, you know, I tend to forget, like, to be grateful. <laughs> I tend, I, I'm grateful. I just don't know if I'm consciously or practice gratitude every day, you know? And I, I think gratitude grounds us. In the article, it's kind of like an easy listicle, but I started off with just like give yourself a break because it's not really about you when you think about gratitude. It's about everything else. So give yourself a break and then reset your mindset and because gratitude and showing gratitude requires us to be positive and not like an unattainable positivity, not like a unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, like everything is fine, but just like a tangible positivity because even just absorbing the good and absorbing any little thing can also affect our health. If you stay in a negative space, like you can't, you can't, it's harder and harder as that piles onto you to get on it. You'll find more and more things to be upset about. And one thing my mom had me start doing when I was feeling like really in a rut this year was just at the end of each day, find five positives, just five that happened that day and write them down. And I was, I was pretty diligent with it from the start. And then I started feeling more positive. So I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> done. But I should bring that practice back in. But yeah, writing five positives down of what happened in the day. And just, because I was, I was starting a new job and I was really anxious about like performing well and juggling my podcast at the same time because I, I want to do both. I don't want to get stuck just working for the man and so I was super anxious and so she was like just write five good things you did today even if it's like I walked outside I fed myself I looked at trees I had a good zoom call I freaking hate zoom and you know try to think of the fifth one and I called my mom or I called my granddad or I called my uncle or I called my friend and just those are positive things or I had a dance party <laughs> in the middle of a work day to help me release. So those things helped me reset. And then the other thing I wrote in the article is start a gratitude journal. And so I think that's kind of my positives ended up becoming my gratitude journal for sure. And then I end it by saying you have to be intentional with your practice. So, you know, we should dedicate just like we do the other things in our routine, 
we should really dedicate time to practicing gratitude. And so in reading this, I'm like, oh my God, day, like, when are we going to do this? <laughs> but I think in time, do y'all hear my Alexa in the background? She's trying to chime in. I shouldn't say her name because she's nosy. Anyway, if you'd like to check out the article, I've linked it in the show notes. But I do think it's important that we all find ways to, you know, practice gratitude. Um, so this episode, I talked to my family members. I talked to my mom's boyfriend's mother, who I've adopted as my grandmother. She's German, so we call her Oma. I talked to my mom and her boyfriend. They're in Maryland right now. I'm in Harlem as I record this. I talked to my granddad, and um, then I talked to my uncle, Brian, in Oakland. And these are people who I talk to frequently. (laughs) And I just wanted to know, you know, what brings them gratitude and what brings them peace because it's so easy to get lost in the south it's so easy to get caught up in just what we don't have control over and so I was happy to you know there goes Harlem I was happy to talk to them even if just briefly and sometimes record them without them knowing (laughs) that was mainly for Oma I didn't want to explain like Oma I'm recording you for the podcast but yeah. But I'm grateful. I'm grateful that you guys have been listening. I'm grateful for the feedback you've given me. I'm grateful to be able to tell these stories. And I was really thinking I'm grateful for the technology that allowed me to connect with so many people this year that I think had it been regular times, I don't even know if I would have stopped and sat down and actually executed this, truth be told. And then I'm also just grateful that I think it helped me not limit myself just to the places that I frequent. So I wasn't just looking for people in New York. I wasn't just looking for people in D.C. or L.A. or like major cities. I really was just looking for people who had experienced different things and were willing to talk about it. So I'm really grateful for that. And I'm grateful for friends, I'm grateful for family, I'm grateful for health. I feel really fortunate to have had a year of good health. And I always say knock on wood, you know, because you never know. There's stuff that's always out of our control, but just trying to stay positive and trying to stay less anxious and trying to keep keep what grounds me close so i hope you enjoy this prescription gratitude episode my family is quite hilarious well i shouldn't say they are kind of hilarious and i'm grateful for you and i hope you you practice gratitude for yourself more frequently i hope even Just in listening, maybe you write down five things that you're grateful for or five things that has brought you joy or five things that 
contributed to positive feelings. I will try to do the same. So, first up is Oma. <laughs> She always answers the phone this way. It's the sweetest thing. We then talked about politics and the pandemic, why Trump is like Hitler, and for a German who lived through some of those terrible times in Germany, I believe her. Um, we talked about what she did and didn't love about Oprah's conversation with Obama. And before she tried to shove me off the phone, which elderly people love to do, I interjected with... <laughs> and ask. I have one more question. I'm asking all... Absolutely, absolutely. Talk as much as you want to. <laughs> and if you ever need anything or you need some advice from an old lady, I'm always here for you, dearest. Not an old lady, Oma. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. 92 and a half. <laughs> and young as ever. <laughs> Thank you. It's that's not it, but um, I'm <laughs> glad that I still have my senses because it must be awful if you have amnesia or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I was asking all of my elders what they're grateful for. What? 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 What they're grateful for or thankful for. What am I grateful for? Yeah. I tell you, for loving, I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for, for uh, your mother that she makes Benny so happy. And I'm grateful that we are a family that loves each other. And that, that to me, is the most important part, that you don't have any, you know, cold atmosphere or cold environment between your family members. Yeah, that's huge. That, to me, is, is, is extremely important. Yeah. So I can love you as much as I want to, and I can love your mother, and I admire her. She's so smart. Being a lawyer, I can't imagine me ever being that. But uh, <laughs> uh, she, she, I really admire her. And uh, Benny and, and she are so happy. So I'm just thankful that they found each other. Yeah, me too. So I'm helping you in, in over the phone. And I love you with all my heart. And thank you for calling me back. And take good care of yourself. And and stay well, my love. Okay, you too, Oma. Love you. Love you too, dearest. Bye. Toodaloo. <laughs> he doesn't always answer on the first ring. But let's see if he does. Hello, Doof Linky. 
What's happening, TCB? What you up to? Nothing. Just calling, seeing what you up to. Stretch out, get ready, call it a day. How was your day? Long, quiet, and uneventful. Just shredding papers and organizing, getting rid of crap. You know. That's good. I have two questions for you for my podcast. <coughs> what? <laughs> Don't sound so excited. I'm thrilled, can't you tell? Anyway, Grinch, one is, what are you grateful for? What am I grateful for? Yeah. That I'm in reasonably good health and so are my children. Because I look around me, most of my friends still are dead and gone. Yeah. And I'm lucky to have all you guys, even though you're nowhere near me. I'm lucky to have you, and I'm lucky to be around to see you. Yeah. I'm grateful we have FaceTime. Yeah. Well, I'm really grateful for that. uh, What's the other one? Okay, the other question is, what brings you peace? Because I ask everyone that at the end of all of my episodes. What brings me peace? Mm-hmm. I guess uh, my faith and the fact that I'm so stubborn. You know, I'm very upset. I haven't worked in 15 years, and I should be working, and I can't figure out a way to make it happen. Uh, but I, I am grateful to be stubborn enough not to give up. Yeah. You're a good kind of... I have the stress to stay with it because it's the only thing I really want to do. I mean, there's a lot of other good substitute things I could do to to put myself at ease, but I'm just that... that I hate to use stubborn, but I'm just that... Determined. Yeah, determined is an excellent word because I know what I can do. I'm not going to let anybody tell me I can't do it. So, if that had been the case, I would have never left Columbus, Ohio, and came here in the first place. Yeah, that's true. I'd probably be there, probably be dead by now, like all the rest of them. I'm glad you got up out of there. You and me, honey. You (laughs) and me. (laughs) Okay, this one is this one is my uncle Brian. In Oakland, let's see if he answers. Recording people without telling them. Podcasting 101. Hello. Hi, Yubi. Hey, hey, big haired lady. How are you? (laughs) Good, how are you? Oh, I'm doing okay. I'm, everything is good around here. What's for supper? Uh, some kind of uh, pre-cooked uh, microwave uh, meal or some leftover turkey or some leftover ham. Oh, you have options. Yeah, yeah, I do. We finally got our ham about three days after Thanksgiving. 
Where did you order it from? Honey Bake. Oh, there was a. Yeah, they a... said it would be here on Wednesday, and it got here on Friday afternoon. A demand. I guess I don't know, <laughs> but Kareen raised so much hell. We got it free and and a refund. Ooh, more ham. Yeah, I can send you some if you like. Um, Big Hair Lady has two questions for you for her podcast. If you're, if you will oblige. Well, it depends on what they are. Well, two questions. I think you'd be really, you'd have really good answers for. Okay. One is, what are you grateful for? Oh, let's see. What am I grateful for? Um. Still being alive, I'm some somewhat grateful. Yeah, yeah. Somewhat. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm grateful. I, I I don't know what it would be not like not to be alive though. So I, it, that's the somewhat part. But nobody knows that part. So you know, you just kind of say, okay, I'm glad I'm alive. Yeah, I, I'm glad of that. And the other thing is. Uh, I'm glad I'm glad I'm married to my wife. I would be I would probably be a bum under a bridge somewhere if I hadn't married her. <laughs> and, uh, that thing, really, I, I don't I don't I never looked ahead for things. I never expected much out of life and uh I never saved any money. I did couldn't even count very still can't count very good. So well all of this stuff she she takes care of all of the the, the paperwork that's required to maintain this style of lifestyle that we have, which I wouldn't have had. <laughs> uh, so I'm, I'm glad to be alive and glad to have my wife. Of course, I'm glad to be in communication with you. You're about the only young person I communicate with these days. <laughs> and you keep getting old. I don't know what. Uh, I won't. I won't count as a young person much longer, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, you'll, you'll be. You'll be a young person as long as I'm around. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get out of that one. Oh, then we're keeping you around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know. Hmm. I'm, I'm happy that I communicate with you and your mom. I wasn't do, I wasn't communicating with any family there for about I don't know, twenty years, maybe maybe not that long, but I just I did like your your Aunt Tony. I just stopped communicating with everybody. Mm. Of course, I was a bum and didn't didn't have none. I was living in a rat hole in Lower East Side in Manhattan. I wasn't very happy. I stayed drunk all the time. You don't know about that, though. Don't tell nobody. You told me about that already, so I do know about that. Well, oh, what little yeah, you'll right. tell me. <laughs> I already told you as much as you need to know. Really. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, not good influence for a young lady like mm. you. You don't need to hear all of that crap. Well, when you hear people say they practice gratitude, do you practice gratitude every day? Pretty much. How do you do it? 
uh, a part of my uh, morning ritual. I wake up around, usually around 3.30, and I meditate for about an hour. So I, I have this whole thing where I, my meditation is I, I count from one to a hundred, count my breaths from one to a hundred. And uh, I inhale on all the odd numbers, exhale on the, on, and the even numbers. Once I get to a hundred, then I go backwards back to one. And that helps me collect myself to the point where I'm able to focus on on uh the divine essence you know the existence of of uh, there being uh uh a divine spirit and once once i feel like i'm fairly communicating with that i say the lord's prayer and i say uh you know that other thing about i say another prayer i forget what it is but then and I do these affirmations, and in those affirmations, first I I, I think I thank uh, God for all of the things, for everything actually. Sometimes I name them specifically, like my wife and my house and my car. You know, just just thank you and thank. I think mostly what I get thankful for is the the grace and the blessings that have been bestowed on me you know and uh that grace the grace a part of that grace is like when i'm going someplace where there's no parking i know there's not gonna be parking before i get there i i i i bring it to mind that i want a parking space right in front of where i want to go and lo and behold, it usually is when I get there. Mm-hmm. So that's the grace I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's like going to Chinatown and knowing that you're not going to find a place to park, but there is one right there when you get there. So, <laughs> so that means that means you you're communicating with the with the divine source in such a way that. Uh, uh, you can will things up. Mm-hmm. This is probably all crazy stuff to you, but no, you know, that makes sense yeah. to me. Well, yeah, you know, it's so <laughs> that's kind of stuff that I that I'm grateful for, and you know, I don't exactly believe in uh, totally all of this stuff they got out about Jesus or about. Muhammad or about any of those. I believe, you know, I believe in all of them because your your um, communications with the divine is is yours personal, and, and you you don't need all of this other rigmarole. People have lied about all these other religions to the point where you just can be manipulated by, by dogma and stuff. Mm-hmm. You need to get you need to get in touch with 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 this with all of the, the the stuff yourself. Have a personal experience with with it. Yeah. So you know, I 
I still read a lot of Buddhist poems and, you know, uh, philosophies and stuff. And, and I internalize those and use them to, to keep myself from going into a negative place. I, I have a, the older I get, the more, um, the more trouble I have with not slipping into negativity, you know. Uh, I'm trying to untrain myself uh, to get rid of that because I have a tendency to always look at the negative side of stuff. Yeah, it's easy to do that. Well, yeah, and you have to you have to sort of condition yourself out of it. You've conditioned the world has conditioned you into it by being non-white and underprivileged and and you know treated like a um, well, you know, one of those people, uh, the, 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 no, one of those kind of people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, anyway, I, um, that's what I do. I'm thankful and, and I do, uh, thank the divine source every day. Not every day. Some mornings I, I can't really focus. That's what that that meditation exercise of counting from one to a hundred and then counting back and breathe, counting your breath. That's what it really does. It helps you focus. You control your mind to the point where you can focus. If you can focus uh, to, from one to a hundred without losing count. And when you lose count, you're supposed to go back and start over again, you know. Mm-hmm. So once you once you condition yourself to focus like that, uh, I mean to do that, then you have focus. You have you have sort of conditioned yourself to to have better control of your mind. That's all you're really trying to do is control your thinking, mm-hmm. rather than have the media. Uh, uh, and the social media. And I, said, I don't know how you stand that social media. It's yeah. terrible. It's I, mind control. They're manipulating you. you know? mm-hmm. Most people, that's the first thing most people do when they wake up is grab their phone and look at what other people are doing. They don't that's, meditate. <laughs> did you see that? Did you see that? Uh, uh, that a video called uh, Social Media. I oh, think the that. one on Netflix, the social like dilemma or one of those. Dilemma, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the one. You watched it? <laughs> yeah. Watched oh gosh, it. it's it's terrible. I mean, I knew all of those things, but seeing it documented and explained, and then you hear the people that created the monster can't even out smart the monster and so then it's just <laughs> they don't want to outsmart the monster the monster pays good money okay the other question is because you're probably the most hmm, i would say probably the most peaceful person in our family but what brings you peace um meditation mm-hmm. meditation and focusing on um, um, the reality, my own reality, mm. which is most mostly, which is mostly a Buddhist philosophy, 
my version of, of Buddhism, uh, that brings me peace because Buddhism is mostly about peace, but it's usually about you um, finding inner peace. And that's what that, that, uh, that meditation does for you. You, you, you sort of focus on, on uh, your inner peace, and that's what brings me peace. And, and, and seeing, um, you know, the, the kids next door, there's four little girls over there. I think the oldest one is about 11 by now. But anyway, they're always out in the yard playing and laughing and stuff. Just to hear, hear children laughing and playing, that, that brings me so much peace and joy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that innocence and the, and the joy of life there, you know, you say, oh, man, that's, that's precious. Yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't involve myself much with that until I really got old. Didn't care much about kids, even my own, you know. So that's another story you don't need to know about. (laughs) Here we go with the secrets. No, it's 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 not a secret, but but you know when I see I'm getting excited about something is um uh, relax my face. (laughs) <laughs> you wouldn't think that that makes a whole big difference, but you relax your face and, and pull your shoulders down from from your from your ears, because you know how you hunch up when you get tense. Mm-hmm. Pull those down and and breathe. You know, yeah. breathe deeply, and that that'll keep you from getting too riled up. Yep. So, so anyway, that's that's about what I do. <laughs> And, and I and I, I try to be of uh, service to others. Now that one that keeps you grounded and it keeps you at peace with yourself because you you are doing something worthwhile in your life. Interrupting here, we caught up about family and other things going on in the world, how my mom and her mate are doing. I also let them know how I've been referring to my mom and McKinley during the pandemic. I started calling them Phil and Lil. Who? I've I've called them Phil and Lil during quarantine. That's their new nicknames. Phil and Lil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know anybody named that, but that's fitting. <laughs> It's from the show Rugrats. It was an old cartoon on Nickelodeon, and they were they were twins, Phil and Lil. They were babies, so I've I've deemed them my Phil and my Lil. You guys want to be on the podcast? No, please. Saying what? Just asking you what you're grateful for and what brings you peace. Let McKinley. I've been on there before. No, but come on. I need both of you. Together? Well, what for you, what gives you gratitude? I already did Oma. She didn't know I recorded her. What did she say? You know what she said. She said all of you and all of that and family and we're all together. And that's what she said. That's right. My son is happy. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. But, hey. but nothing, nothing trumps the ability. 
Wait. She wants to be able to record it. I'm recording. Oh. Ah! <laughs> At least I think so. <laughs> nothing, nothing trumps the ability and the opportunity and the privilege of being present when the sun comes up in the morning and being able to truly, truly live through the day, doing what you have to do one step at a time. Those things that you like to do, those things you don't like to do. Uh, when you get the time, you get her done. When you, when you procrastinate, you procrastinate. But man, I'm telling you, when that sun comes up and you can see it, and then lo and behold, as the day moves on, the sun moves along, that is a very good thing to be grateful for. Oh, that's Just a good saying. one. Just saying. Okay, what brings you peace, McKinley? Oh, peace. Wow. Well, that's a good question because there are many aspects to peace. There's momentary peace, and then there is emotional peace. What brings me to momentary peace is getting a task done that needs to be done right here, right now. I know it. You know it. We know it. It just needs to be taken care of. Wow, you get that done? Say, yeah, baby, we got it. But what brings emotional peace is a true connection a partnership, some, a, an ability to share time and space together that means something to those who participate, whether one, two, or more. Hmm. That brings peace. That's yep. a good one, Phil. What about you, Lil? Nothing brings me peace these days. <laughs> Because our world is in such turmoil. Mm, mm, mm. And Nothing. because. What? Be, and because. Well, you maybe forget I'm old. No, come on. <laughs> and because. So what I'm grateful for. No, is... go back to peace. Your tree doesn't bring you peace. No, I'm grateful for my tree. <laughs> that tree is temporary peace. Mm -hmm. That tree is interim peace. Mm -hmm. True peace would be to know that people will engage in respectful discourse mm -hmm. in solving problems, mm -hmm. to agree to disagree, and still manage to live together. What brings me peace and comfort is knowing that I have wonderful people in my life who support me and who I support. And it crosses over into gratitude because the same things that bring you gratitude that you're grateful for often bring you peace. Mm -hmm. And I'm grateful for the health and happiness of the people closest to me around me. And for having a, a loving partner and a loving family that I can depend on and that they know they can depend on me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
Beyond Ourselves is an original series produced and hosted by me, Taylor Camille. A variety of the series artwork shared here and on our Instagram, at Beyond Ourselves, are created by Carmen Johns and Sierra Hood. My hope is that these listenings have left you with a warm heart and an even cooler mind. I hope you are left feeling able to seek peace in the spaces and places you may find yourself in. If you're interested in being on the pod or have any compelling leads, please shoot us an email at info at beyondourselves.com and subscribe and share if you haven't already.